Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from hardy homunculi to handy hawks, and today we're talking about hydras. Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. I have a slight cough, so I apologize to the audience. Man, I think I gave you my cough. I had it's a cough for like a month. Quite possible. I feel fine otherwise, but it's just an annoying cough. I'll try and minimize it as much as I can as we go over the Hydra. I'll try to do more posts than I normally would. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Hydra. What do you know about Hydras, Brian? I, I watched Hercules once. Okay, the Disney Hercules. Yes. Okay, that's a good one. And I saw the trailers for the one, the <clears throat> the the one with Liam Neeson and Brad Pitt, or whatever. Uh, Liam Neeson and Brad Pitt. Have am I mixing that Hercules up? Movie? Okay, there's one with Liam Neeson where he's like, "Release the Kraken." Oh, uh, that's Clash every, of the Titans. Everybody did yes. that for like a yeah. few years. I know. And then, uh, <laughs> I remember. I was there. Uh, or they said like, "This is Sparta," or whatever. That's a that's a that's totally, a di- different, totally movie. different movie. That okay. was Gerard Butler. All right. Okay, that's that's so my not extent. much. Not they much have, is what I'm gathering. They're they're mm-hmm. like a, a tangy black, and they have lots of heads. And if you cut off a head, more heads grow. Okay, so you have some some uh, facts in there. Yeah. So the only way to kill it is to suffocate it, or no, to put it in a, a vat of acid. We'll cover that. Okay. <laughs> so in D and D, hydras are huge reptilian monsters, uh, infamous for their many heads and their regenerative abilities. Though quite dragon-like in appearance and in power, hydras are not related to any creatures that fall into the dragon category, or at least if they are related, it is so distantly related as to be inconsequential. Okay. If anything, hydras uh, look to be a strange mix of serpent, crocodile, and drake. Serpent, the... crocodile, and drake. Right. Okay. If anything, that's what I would say. Serpents and crocodiles are pretty, I mean, they're close enough looking. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> they've got, they're reptiles, right? Yes. <laughs> 
and they can be amphibious together. And they're true. One just has like a really elongated version of the other's jaw. Well, I would argue that they have very different like jaw and skull like shapes. Yeah, I mean, when you're comparing animals, I mean, one of them's got legs. I understand that they're not the same same creature. (laughs) Yeah, I just think that they have different types of features. So yeah, yeah, right. So the Hydra is a very classic D and D monster, and it's one of my favorites. It's one I like to throw at my players um, whenever I can. Well, you've never thrown it at me. Yes, and maybe I will one day. Ooh. It'll be some futuristic cyber hydra. Space hydras. <laughs> uh, it is directly based off the Greek mythological creature known as the Lernaean Hydra. Okay, so pretty much the same name? Pretty much. What so was the first word you said? Lernaean. Lernaean. Yeah, so the Lernaean hydra was a serpentine water monster from Greek slash Roman mythology, and more exactly part of the mythos of the Greek hero Hercules, or um, Heracles, if you're going by his actual original name. Hercules was how the Romans pronounced it due to a translation issue. Yeah. So the hydra was said to be the offspring of uh, Typhon and Echidna who are both fearsome god-level monster-type beings responsible for birthing many of the famed Greek mythological monstrosities that you know of today. Uh, the Hydra dwelt within the Lake of Lerna, thus it's named the Lernaean Hydra, uh, said to be an entrance to the underworld. So it was said that it was said to have poisonous breath and had blood so virulent that even its scent was deadly. Ooh, yeah. yes, that that was a thing. I did uh, mm-hmm. listen to like a lore pod. Now that you're talking about mm-hmm. this, right? It's dredging up old memories of a lore podcast I listened to where they detailed the adventures of Hercules. Oh, for sure. I, I binged it. So there were so many of them. <laughs> but I remember that being an issue for him. When you go to fight the Hydra, you have to like hold your breath while you fight it, or right. you'll die. Yeah, or you'll die. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. It possessed many heads. The exact number varies from source to source. Uh, some sources say the Hydra had nine heads. Some say it had 50 heads. Uh, others just leave the number of heads ambiguous. Well, because that, that depends on who fought it and who fucked up, right? Like, if you went in there and cut off a bunch of Hydra heads and then died, shouldn't there be more than there were well, originally? Well, what I mean is when with the telling of Hercules, yeah. the, the number of heads varies depending on who's telling the story. Yes, because of right. what I just said. I guess so, Surely, yeah. Surely, sure. it has yeah, to be it that. It has to be that reason. Yes. Okay, <laughs> for sure. Doesn't um, that sound like a, like a tavern story, like how like when somebody questions you, like, I heard it was nine heads. I some, heard it was 50 heads. No, it changes because it depends on what time you're talking about it. Uh, exactly, <laughs> yeah, there, there you we go. go. So it it also was said to have miraculous regenerative abilities. For every head chopped off, the Hydra would grow two more in its place. So, which, which is quite uh, the problem considering the creature was anywhere from fifty percent to ninety percent head and neck. So you don't have a lot of other places to strike, right? So, I, like, do you, is it, do you think that's a pleasurable thing for the Hydra? No, like, it can't be. Not, There's not, no fucking way. Yeah, it's that's not good be to get your head caught painful. Up. Yeah, because you got your head caught off the bat, right? But growing it back and yeah. then growing two back. I'm just saying, like, okay, I don't know about you, but me as a young child, like ages, I don't know, four to eight, I went through growing pains in my legs. And oh, it was yeah, fucking okay. agonizing. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Imagine having imagine like, a year of that, it all at once. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so the no. heads probably aren't the same size. They're like tree branch off each other because you cut it off from the same like neck place so you right. have that surface area to work Theoretically, with Theoretically I suppose heads. the heads should get smaller Unless the they? body's expanding too No it shouldn't be it shouldn't, be, None of this should be happening None of this should be happening <laughs> <laughs> so the slaying of the Lernaean Hydra was uh, to be the second labor of Heracles, um, and he was called upon to perform it by some king. I don't really remember. He ends up, he ends up plunging into the swamp containing the Lake Lerna. Um, mm-hmm. He covers his mouth and nose with a cloth to protect him from the Hydra's poisonous fumes, which we kind of just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, he shot flaming arrows into the Hydra's lair to lure the creature out and confront the beast in melee combat. 
<laughs> he then did the most obvious thing to do and began to cleave the Hydra's necks in twain. Yeah. Unfortunately for Heracles, uh, the creature's reaction to decay. Oh, yeah. This is a quote from Wikipedia, and I loved it, so I had to, <laughs> I had to include it. So Wikipedia quote incoming. The creature's reaction to decapitation was botanical. Fucking amazing. Botanical. I love, botanical. I love like it. Like a vine. Like, like if, a vine. Like, like, if like I plants. Cut a, plants like grow. Cut a tree branch Indeed. off. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Okay. So two heads grew back for everyone lost. Heracles was forced to retreat, and now the Hydra was way stronger than before he showed up. <laughs> uh, but yeah so in the end it was Aeolus the nephew of Heracles who figured out how to slay the monster the two returned to the Hydra's lair and this time Heracles cleft a neck in twain and Aeolus rushed in with a firebrand and cauterized the creature's neck to prevent it from regenerating Ooh. Um, so this there is a bit more to the story but to sum it all up despite killing the Hydra Heracles was denied success in this labor by Hera since he did not achieve it alone right and didn't he end up he did end up getting poisoned by it and then someone had to save his life. Did I, did I remember that correctly? I don't know because I stopped reading at that point. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> somebody but got poisoned. Let's I think. say yes. <laughs> All right. Sure. All right. So in many ways, the D and D version of the Hydra is similar, but in some editions, it's kind of a toned down version of the Greek Hydra. In other editions, it's toned up, so it just it, it varies a little bit. All right. So it's depicted as a reptilian horror with a crocodilian body, body, and multiple dragon-like heads on the ends of long serpentine necks. Cool. At, full, at full growth, uh, the average about 30 feet long and 3,000 pounds. Uh, so that's 9 meters and 1,300 kilos for everyone outside of the U.S. Thank um, you, Will. No problem. That's very kind. Yeah, I try and remember when I can, and I beat myself up every, every time I forget. We want to be inclusive on the show. <laughs> Their scales vary in color from mottled green and yellows to dusty browns. They have between 5 and 12 heads. Uh, not all editions include the head regeneration power, but 5th edition does. Um, there are also multiple subtypes of Hydra that vary in both appearance and abilities, which we will cover later in the episode. Very D&D. Mm-hmm. Very D&D. So like many creatures in Dungeons & Dragons, the Hydra's origins vary in speculation depending on edition and setting. Uh, 5e states that at the dawn of time, the Queen of Dragons herself, Tiamat, slew a rival dragon deity named Lernea. Here oh, we go with the Lernaean Hydra again. Um, the wounds from her felling scattered her blood across the universe, and each droplet of blood that fell upon the world spawned into a multi-headed hydra, consumed by hunger as great as the fallen goddess herself. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Fori's origin story is incredibly similar to that, but a little bit different. In time immemorial, the gods clashed with the primordials for dominion over the cosmos. One of these primordials was a mon- monstrous entity named Briacus. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce that. Briacus. When this many-headed primordial was slain, it is said, Hydra sprang from his spilled blood, and due to the elemental origins, many 4E Hydras have various breath weapons. The energies of the elemental plane causes cellular, cellular there's, re- there's reaction. There's a lot of elemental chaos stuff in 4E, and I love it, and we don't have as much of that in 5E, and I'm hoping they bring some of it back. When do you think that that might be? It doesn't seem like it's coming at I this mean, point. I mean, at this point, 5e puts a, a stuff pretty slowly, so. Yeah, because yeah. we'll it looks like they're going for like a 10-year edition or more, right? Like, I think more. I think more. Because I think um, after second edition, 3 and three and, and 4 only each. I think 3.5 probably lasted about 10-ish years. Mm-hmm. And 4e only lasted like 8 years tops. Okay. So I think they're going for like a 15, 20 year. And 5e is generally liked. I mean, oh, as yeah. Far as no, I can it's tell. definitely well received. So, uh, and it should be. There's no reason. Didn't uh, like 30 years go by between editions in some case? I think first, first edition second? was what from the early 70s to the early 90s. So about 20, 20 years, years for the first edition, and then about 15 for the second, 10 for the third. 
Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, each Half Life gets a little shorter. Yeah, so I, I can <clears> see why they ha- they've got all these different settings. They're putting out the books, kind of like alternating which settings are getting stories. Right. So that, that's kind of cool. So Forgotten Realms posits that Hydras evolved from a species called Proto Dragons, which are a huh. pre- prehistoric reptilian monster halfway between dinosaurs and true dragons. Holy shit! What? Yeah. Halfway between? Wait, are you telling me that dragons are like the the spawn of dinosaurs? Welcome to continuity bullshit. That is Forgotten Realms. What? Hang like, on a second. <laughs> were are they evolved from dinosaurs, or did Tiamat and Bahamut create them? From dinosaurs. From dinosaurs. Uh, okay. Are Bahamut and Tiamat dinosaur gods? Oh, what? <laughs> that it just stops making sense after a while. They're they're dinosaur. Go- they're like, okay, we're gonna do our first try at making kin, <coughs> and it's bad, and it. <coughs> It's so bad it looks like dinosaurs. And they're like, damn it, we got to do it again. And then they just keep practicing until they can finally get it to look kind of like them. <laughs> that's what that's I That's all that's I got to say. Pro, pro gamer tips. Indeed. All right. So when it comes to the behavior of the common hydra, they are essentially big, dumb alpha predators mm-hmm. um, with a whopping intelligence score of only two, which again, as we've discussed in previous episodes, is one above a rock. Right. Um, or two above a rock, really. So it can function. Yeah, because if a rock like, has one intelligence, I'm a little nervous about that rock. Yeah, I can't breathe. <laughs> Rocks don't need to breathe. And if they could, would they? Because they're so stupid? Right. All right. So hydras are aggressive, gluttonous, and violent monsters. When they carve out a territory, they devour all available food sources to the point of extinction. Once the hydra is fed upon or driven off all available prey, it moves on to greener pastures to repeat the process. So most hydras can continue the cycle unimpeded as they have pretty much no natural predators predators besides one, dragons. Oh, okay. Dragons, for some strange reason, find hydra flesh to be delicious and will not hesitate to feast upon one if the opportunity presents itself. Cool. So outside so of they this, can bite its head off and just like leave. And that's then, true. Like, it's infinite food. Wow. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's one way to look at it. Outside of this, though, few singular creatures in the wild are capable of challenging a hydra's dominion over its territory. Can you imagine like a really, really successful dragon that's like enslaved a Hydra? And oh, that's yeah, how definitely. Just, uh, definitely. Like, I'm so powerful because I'm so well fed. Right. And like the Hydra that you're keeping to eat upon can also double as a guard to your lair. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Right. You just so keep I it have chained a, up. I have front. my yeah. my entrance chamber is a prison cell for a Hydra. But it's also a pantry. It's also. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is two things. It's two things at once. And with that, let's take a short rest. Okay. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode. We're not talking about the last thing anymore. Mm-mm. We're going to talk about new stuff and it's love. Love for you. From Will, here we go. Love you guys. Love you guys too. Let's uh, for listening to the show and for just being yourselves. <laughs> just so, be, just being you. You're so damn cool. <clears throat> Me and Will want to be <laughs> so like you. Cool. Uh, there's some people that we're gonna thank in particular. Um, the big ones start off the top of the list. Not that any of you are more important than anyone else. Yeah, this is not ordered. This is somebody we talk to in Discord. I think pretty often. Oh, but uh, hey, slash three eight two. Hey, slash three eight two. We do talk to you plenty. I'm pretty sure he changed his name in Discord. Yeah. She, I think he's Demogorgon Worshipper 382. That's a pretty classic <laughs> dungeon cast person yeah. name. Uh, Kelsey Malone. Thanks, Kelsey. Pretty sure I already shouted Kelsey Malone out. Thanks again, Kelsey. Thanks, Dale Brady. Thanks, Dale. Doug Pike. Thanks, Doug. Anxiety Disorder. <laughs> Thank you, Anxiety Disorder. <laughs> Jonathan Fernandez. Thank you, Jonathan. Super Gerbil. Thank you, Super Gerbil. Lasse Broly. Thank you, Lasse Broly. Did I say it right? Did I say it right? That's a good uh, question. Corey Bergen. Thanks, Corey. Christopher Michael Severo. Thank you, Christopher. I think I'll just do my, uh, I'm going to lean into the boxer announcer. Do you, man. So do next you. time next time in two weeks, it's going to be Buck Wild in here. In a short <laughs> oh, no. rest. Um, hey, congratulations to Salamander Scott on Instagram, who won our contest. Uh, Eberron Rising from the Last War. They probably have their book already. They no? do. Uh, oh, I one day shipped it to them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they confirmed they got it. So cool beans. thanks a lot uh, for participating. Um, yeah, we did have somebody on Instagram win this time. Um, the I think the entries were close. It, it was closer to bound even, normal. to happen. Yeah, the Instagram entries have been slowly rising. Yes, higher and higher. Yes, and uh, we got a lot of emails. You guys were included in the, in the. We rolled a random number generation like die or whatever, yeah. like out of some wild number. Yeah, out of all of you guys that entered. So so thanks a lot. Um, we really appreciate everybody spreading the word about SuperQuest Saga. Um, that really helps that show in particular. Indeed. It also helps this show because like the it's super they're connected. Saga. Yeah, they're, we're one and the same. They're affiliated. Um, they're definitely affiliated as me and Will are in both of them and produce <laughs> both of them. It's true. So so uh, 
Yeah, I mean, do we have anything? Whoa, I'm glad that didn't happen during <laughs> one of our lights just randomly went off. I think Will probably kicked something. It was me. Uh, it's okay. The the do we have anything we need to talk about? I don't think rest? so. You know what? Let's keep it short and sweet today. Let's get back we to love the show. You guys. Check out Patreon. <laughs> Bye. Have we returned yet? Are we back? We've returned. All right. Well, let's continue in our lesson about hydras. Um, Hydras are natural swimmers. It's kind of in their name, Hydra. Well, yeah, because like its OG location was the gate to hell in a lake. In a a lake, yeah, exactly. So stuff that gate that guards the gates to hell are rad as fuck. The three-headed hound, right? Yeah, the Hydra. I mean, let's let's be real. The Greeks really hit it out of the park when it came to their like cryptozoological like menagerie. It's fantastic. it's It's the perfect guard. It has so many eyes. It can look in it's different directions. So it can look in every direction. Yeah, they smell. True. They can it's smell true. everything really well. It's maybe. true. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Possibly. Can the Hydra smell stuff? I mean, I'm sure it can. Does I don't it, know how well. Does it have a nose like drawn on it? It has nostrils drawn upon its face. So it can smell. <clears throat> it can smell as many times better, more good. It's got more range. <laughs> it definitely has more range on that scent. But let's actually talk about hydras. Let's and, do it. And stop speculating about hydras. So hydras are natural swimmers, as I said before. And as such, they prefer habitats rich with water. So wide rivers, deep lakes, ocean oh, ocean, ocean coves, bogs, marshes are all prime territory in a hydra's eyes, which, as we just said, they have a lot of those. So they can spend hours lurking beneath murky waters, slithering out of hiding to strike and devour a foe. Um, due to their thick hide and hardy nature, most hydras are immune to harsh elements of storm and wind. As such, most hydras do not have need or want of a lair for shelter. So they just, they're just out there. They're just out there. <laughs> they don't have a cave. They're just chilling in a bog. <laughs> yeah, they're just chilling in a bog. Okay, are, are like, hyd- this bog is my lair. <laughs> yeah, are, are hydras ranked by, like, where they choose to live? Like, what's available? No, but they, like, they should be. Because, like, bog hydra sounds pretty low on the list, right? It, well, I don't know. Like, um, we, we don't we don't travel into the bog because of the bog hydra, but most fuck things that guy. with bog as the qualifier in Dungeons & Dragons are pretty fucking monstrous. Like Frog Hemoth? Like a frog emoth or like a <laughs> like a, a bog hag. Like, that's terrifying. There are bog hags. There are bog Obviously, hags. there yeah. are bog God, yeah. what am I so. saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, yeah. So, hydras don't have layers and they love to swim is the point of everything I've said up till now. Yeah. So, um, if there's water around, beware of floating hydras. <laughs> indeed. Can you imagine seeing one coming down like a fucking big ass river? Just like... Soaking up some rays. Right. Just cracking, just cracking a cold one. Well, I mean, they, they can even live off the coast. So imagine you know, your family's out having a swim and then a hydra just comes onto the shore and starts chasing the family. That'd be wild if there's like a like a typhoon or a, a hurricane coming in and a hydra yeah. just like flops up on shore, like washes up on shore. He goes to bite you and he gets like sucked back in by the tide. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> so classically, there are four types of D&D hydras. Um, there are 4E also made up three extra types, which we'll, we'll cover all of them today. Um, 5E so far has only deigned to give us the stats on the one type, the common Hydra. But as I said, there are more. So uh, first there is the Lernaean Hydra, which is just lifted from Greek mythology. This is essentially a super Hydra. It is identical to the common Hydra in every way, except for that it is bigger, stronger, and it's better head regenerative ability. Right. So like I said, just a super Hydra. It's like uh, what they did to AOL that one time. Do you remember those commercials where they're like, we can build it? No, I don't. No, No, I don't. Let's continue. Okay. Next is the pyrohydra. Uh, These hydras are reddish or orange color uh, or have an orangish or reddish hue to their scales. Oh, wow. That's kind of nasty. 
Yeah, I guess so. Each head is capable of breathing fire, and the mm. creature itself is immune to fire. And the fire immunity is a bit of a hindrance due to the fact that the only way to cauterize a severed hydra's head is via fire acid, and this eliminates the first option. Right, so you're basically an acid boy at that point. Yeah, exactly. So, like, troll killers are, are like, that's a great way to prep a party for a hydra. Right. Because, like, trolls need fire acid to true. stop its regen. And so does this big son of a bitch. That's kind of cool, <laughs> the consistency there. Like, oh, I, I there's a low level, lower level. CR monster that will like kind of <clears throat> give the party practice on, on yeah that's fighting true. against regenerating and, creatures and there's a certain amount of like consistency <laughs> when it comes to like if something regenerates fire and acid is the the answer yeah so, exactly uh, like, like hey that. we've done this before like I right. think I know what to do right like I'll cut that shit <laughs> right <laughs> and then you acid <laughs> splash it real good indeed so the next hydra on our list is called the cryo hydra. Now this these are arctic dwelling hydras uh, that range in color from white to blue and due to carrying layers of fat beneath their scales are immune to cold damage. Okay. These hydras are capable of breathing a cold breath attack from each of its heads. Sweet. So next we're going to get into the hydras that Fori introduced. Wait, hang on. Is the resistances for the cryo hydra anything special like uh, cold? Just cold though. Fire, Which you fire weren't, you weren't like, probably bringing cold to that fight anyways. No. Because you're in the cold. Right. You're bringing fire. But is right. fire like double good in this No, scenario? I don't think fire is double good. F- but 5e really doesn't do double good. No, it really doesn't. We no. need more double good in 5e. Hey, at 5e, uh, I'm going to homebrew some double good in. I hope you're all right with that. <laughs> yeah, sure. They don't care. <laughs> nope. So for Asia, this is the Mordant Hydra, a blackish slash purplish beast with six heads that spits acid from its mouth and is itself immune to acid. Uh, and I direct you back to what I said about the Pyrohydra and eliminating one of the two options to cauterize the heads. Uh, is it feasible for a party to fight two Hydras at the same time? Um, Like, can you sure. have, can you mean, have the I, acid and the fire one in course, there and like confuse I mean, of, everybody? Of course you can like try well you do your best is it feasible though like have a challenging but winnable fight i mean if the characters are high enough level i guess so um so in 5e the hydra challenging challenge rating is eight so it's high but not that high okay it's not like ridiculous it's it's feasible we're gonna get into yeah my problems with the hydra stat block later (laughs) okay so lastly for introduced the primordial hydra a gargantuan monstrosity 50 feet long with 12 heads from its mouth, it spits acid that is also on fire. So flaming acid. This thing is. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. thing is a campaign ender for 4E. Oh, wow. Uh, it is a level 25 solo brute with 1200 HP and 38 AC. Makes eight attacks every turn. Oh, <clears> Jesus. That was 4E for you. Okay. Any other questions about hydros before we get into some fun facts? Is that last one bigger than the Tarask? Like for sure, right? Um. Oh, in in Fori, the Tarask. Oh, you mean like the size, like fifty feet long? Yeah. Um. I think that's roughly the same length and height. Tarask. Yeah. I just looked it up because now. Oh, guys, we're, we got new cameras. I forgot to say it in the short rest, but Ooh. now I can use my phone to look stuff up. And the Tarask is very large, fifty feet, <laughs> indeed, 50, 15 meters tall. Uh-huh. And 21 meters long. There you go. 70 feet long. Yeah, they're about the same. Like, it would be Godzilla versus, uh, what's the, the dragon king with the three heads? What's, uh, Hydra. I'm pretty no, sure. Is no, that- no, no, no. In, Go- in the Godzilla lore, King, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. Godzilla. The comments are going to blow up because I can't think of this thing's name. What? Wait, uh, Starts with a G. Is it Gira? No. I can't remember. Three-headed dragon. There oh, we man. Go. We're so powerful. looking it up. King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. I knew it started with G. So, yeah, this would be King Ghidorah versus Godzilla <laughs> if you put the Primordial Hydra against the Tarrasque. It feels and so powerful. now that is the campaign I want to run. Fuck Super Quest Saga. Oh, no. <laughs> no I'm kidding. We need I'm to kidding. get to the end first. Indeed, and then, and then we can have giant monster <clears throat> fights. It's true. All right. So, some fun facts about the Hydra. 
Um, they are often sought after by adventurers, alchemists, and spellcasters due to their body parts being essential ingredients in many magic items, um, also potions. Right. Um, their teeth can be used to create almost unbreakable blades for tools. Ooh. Their tongues can be used to predict the weather by changing colors. I, I don't know how that works, but okay. Yeah, like what is the hydra? You put it on a pole, and when it turns blue, you know a storm's coming in. Maybe the <laughs> the color changing is a side effect of something the hydra feels, because like how are you looking at your tongue, man? You're a le- you're yeah. an intelligence too. I don't know. Nasty boy. Are you it's, just like checking it in the reflection of whatever water you're in? Hey man, I'm just I'm reading you what the books tell me. I'm sure it just <laughs> feels it feels like it's gonna rain. It's Hydra's me. looking at each other like it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> its blood is used in healing potions and in rings of regeneration. Cryohydra's blood and scales can be used in making ice storm wands. Pyrohydra blood can be used in crafting flame tongues, um, which is a sword, not actual tongue. Cool. Yeah. Another fun fact is Hydras only have one brain. And guess what? It's not in any of the skulls of their heads. It's in its gut. Instead, it's held in its body, protected somewhere behind its forest of necks. So just... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's like where your shoulders meet your your neck. I mean, its brain's basically in its chest. Yeah. (laughs) That's... Okay. Sure. Why not? Why not? Another fun fact. uh, When Hydras sleep, they always leave one of their heads awake and alert, making making them very difficult to sneak up on. Okay. I mean, it can't be. They got to rotate through that, right? I mean, if it's one head, I'm trying to think of the logistics of like how tired I would be if I slept with one. Remember, the heads aren't attached to like each head doesn't have a brain. So it's not like each head is a person that requires sleep. Well, right. So if we treat it all like one thing, you're Mm -hmm. essentially sleeping with like one set of your eyes open. Mm -hmm. So if I slept with like one eye open, I'd be tired still. Right. I guess so. But when you have so many eyes, maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. You're like mostly resting. So like he's just like one. If he's got nine heads and he's like getting one eighth or uh, not eight ninths of the rest eight of, ninths needs. of the rest of his sleeping needs. I mean, that's enough for me. I suppose so. OK. I got one last fun fact. If the Hydra goes long enough without food, its heads will turn on each other, devouring each other until only one is left. And then it'll regrow. Well, no, I suppose if it devours, they devour each other. They won't grow back. They'll just have the one head. Uh-oh. And then it needs an adventure to come along and yeah, like exactly. cut, it, cut its head off. Exactly. At that point, it's probably in trouble anyways because it was hungry enough to eat its own heads. Like, what the fuck's it going to eat now? Yeah. And, like, why are you struggling so bad for food? Did oh, you, like, get stranded out in the middle of nowhere? Is everything okay, the stat, Will? <laughs> the stat block blew away in the wind. Any other questions before we jump into the stat block of the Hydra? I want to know about the stat block for the Hydra. Okay. So, real quick. The only th- the only problem I have with uh, the Hydra stat block, it has nothing to do with the block itself. The stat block's fine. <clears throat> Why do we only have this one Hydra? Like, where's my primordial Hydra? Like, where's my super Hydra? Where's my my flame breathing and my ice breathing Hydra? Wait a second. Where did you get those from if you don't have a stat block? Previous for... editions, oh. my friend. Yeah, so. Well, okay, okay. That, that's kind of starting to add up because I'm like, this doesn't sound like. What's like, in the monster manual? We have yeah. so many different types of things for like, you know, we have a dragon for each like kind of area type almost. Yeah, sure. And we have <clears> a giant <throat> for each area type almost. Sure. Yeah. And that kind of makes sense because there were giants and it must be like good to ra- roam over all these types and then. The dragons came and they warred, right? And yeah, now, sure. Now dragons are the top dog. Well, will one day Hydra's war against the dragons because they're? But no, this kind of like, right, like it's no. fall from grace story. With I guess so. Yeah. What? My point is like again, the Hydra is only challenge rating eight, and a Hydra is a big bad beast, and it, it just doesn't feel great that I can't throw a Hydra at like a bunch of level twelve. You it's know what just, I mean? It's just not that high. It's just not that high. No. Like a, a UNT, um, what are they called? The the abomination? No, not abominations. The uh, um, the 
uh, the Athemas or whatever they're called. Okay. They're they're the the big UNT that are single snake body with like six snake heads. Like that's challenge rating eleven. Okay. You know, I just feel like a hydra should be higher. Huh. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, yes. <clears throat> this should this challenge rating like because of the lore associated with it. Right. And it's like magnitude of like this big as being this big powerful beast, it should be close to dragon rating. This should or, be this should be up in the fifteen. Right. Or we should have the Hydra here at eight and a primordial hydra at like a fifteen. R- there we go. Yeah. It's like, oh well, here are the like small drops that became right. hydras and they're just and then, like the grunt men. And then a little variant template like we do for like shadow dragons or Draco Liches, where it's like you can make it a cryo hydra, just add these things. Or you can make it a pirate hydra, just add these things. It's kind of an interesting stat block if you want to throw a uh like a horde like if you want to fight like waves of (laughs) these are the mobs yeah like this hydra is a mob right like i'm sure you're gonna read me a multi-attack that's insane in order for challenge rating eight to be mob we'd have to be talking about like level 18 characters for for a hydra to be a mob maybe we're thinking about like like mobs in different ways like how big is a mob mob well when i when you talk about like mobs uh, that's like a it's a mmo term that means like wipe up enemies enemies that like you know, goblins, orcs, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe this is a, just a stand in for a mob that is a singular. Oh, monster. it is itself a. Yes. It is many mobs because like mobs is a singular term taken from MMO, even though I know the word mobs means a group of people. Sure. Right. So I understand what you're saying. Let's okay. actually talk about the stat block. Yeah, now. let's do it. <laughs> so like it's a challenge rating eight. We're looking at an armor class of 15, 172 HP. Okay. Strength of 20. Uh, dexterity 12, constitution of 20. Holy shit. That's pretty good. It's all beef and no brains because uh, intelligence, like I said, is a 2. Wisdom is a 10. Charisma is a 7. Honestly, that's way higher charisma than I think they deserve. But <laughs> It's not good. It's, it's still <laughs> yeah, bad. It is, it is still quite poor. Um, they have a, a ability called hold breath. The Hydra can hold its breath for one hour. Multiple heads. The Hydra has five heads. While it has more than one head, the Hydra has advantage on saving throws against being blinded, charmed, deafened, frightened, stunned, or knocked unconscious. Whenever the Hydra takes 25 or more damage in a single turn, one of its heads dies. If all heads die, the Hydra dies. At the end of its turn, it grows two heads for each of its heads that died since its last turn. Unless it has taken fire damage since the last turn. See, they don't even mention acid. The Hydra regains 10 hit points for each head regrown this way. Okay, so the regeneration is on a clock, and it's not like a reaction-based thing where I cut the head and two immediately sprout. Right. It's at the end of the turn. Yeah. that And again, if you cut off all heads, it is dead. So basically, you have to cut off three before you... Or you have to destroy three heads mm-hmm. to make progress per round. Um, No, because if, if... You destroy three and it'll two... It'll grow gro- six back. Oh, for each head that you yeah, destroy, for two each will head grow that, back. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't grow two heads each time. It's two for every head that died. Oh, okay. So this is fire. more like a reaction-based thing. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. So that's like how we, that, that's like the Hercules one. Is right, exactly. To this description. Um, it's a feature called reactive heads. For each head the Hydra has beyond one, it gets an extra reaction that can be used only for opportunity attacks. But that's still pretty potent. I mean, you don't want to back off it without disengaging yeah if it if you're to that point in the fight you could die by just trying to get out of the way right and it can keep hitting every member of the party that tries to get away it's like the piranha plant multi-attack in smash brothers it's like just got this head like chopping you a bunch of times exactly (laughs) so uh final feature is called wakeful when hydra sleeps at least one of its head is awake Mm -hmm. and then finally it's its actions are pretty simple it can bite and it can bite you many times multi-attack the hydra makes as many bites attacks as it has heads Okay. Um, the bite does 1d10 plus 5 piercing damage, plus 8 to hit, which is pretty good. 
Reach of 10 feet. I actually think that reach should be 15, but that's just me. Reach of 10 feet. Yeah, 15. I mean, it's a big, big creature, right? Yeah, let me see. Well, I how, think it's how, huge. Yeah, it is huge monstrosity. Mm. Unaligned. I mean, 10 is still a lot. But, but when you when you think about it, like, oh, my, my bugbear has 10, 10 foot reach. Right, exactly. Versus like my Hydra has 10 foot reach. Yeah. Shouldn't it really be like 15? 15, yeah. exactly. Oh, any other questions about the Hydra? Um... What's I want to I want to do more more conversation at the end of the episode about like how do you feel this monster should be implemented in your campaign? So like how would you use a hydra? What's your favorite? What's your what's your favorite like? Classically, way to- I like to use the hydra as a final boss to like a story arc, but. For me, the Hydra is all always used as a much like Hades from the Disney's Hercules. Mm-hmm. How like the Hydra is just one of its many pawns that moves forward on the board. Right. Um, that's how I tend to use Hydras. Hydras are a tool used by a greater, more like intelligent evil. Yes. To yeah, it's just a big stupid heroes. beast. Yeah, and it guards a gate. To exactly. Hell, like in yeah, or it gets fucking summoned from like the pits of hell and rises up and like attacks the. Yeah, party, it's know? it's a great alarm. Like instead of like it's the equivalent to something like a god to like tying a string with bells on it for somebody to trip over. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, somebody could be somebody beat my hydra and got in. Mm-hmm. So now I know the at the base level of somebody I'm dealing with now. Right. Somebody powerful enough to beat a hydra and yes. like move forward. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. So yeah. that's cool. That's uh, how I classically use them, yeah. I really liked my idea of um a dragon trapping one for infinite noms. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, again, having a Hydra in a Dragon's Lair is great. I also, I love the Godzilla versus King, I can't remember his name again. Gadira. Gadira. I think that's that it. Is, that would be amazing. I would love to run that as a one-shot. Ghidorah. Like, Ghidorah. So, like, Tarask, Primordial Hydra, one city, a group, a party in that city trying to figure out how the fuck to deal with this problem. Um, it sounds like you could dry it out. Like it needs to be near water, right? Like no, it doesn't need to be. It just likes water. It just likes water. Yeah. I was thinking like it would be a cool uh, feature to add on. That's like it needs to be moist. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could have that. Where uh, for, for every day spent out of the water, it loses ten movement speed. I can see it's that. It's just drier yeah. now. It's just drier now. Just yeah, like trying to rob your shop for lotion. Right. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I kind of like one randomly. Like so, there's a scene that you probably do as a dungeon master where you're out at sea on a ship, mm-hmm. and you're party rolls perception because like one of if you're all gonna if you see like a big ass tentacle come out of the the ocean water like kind uh-huh. of off the distance and go back and you're like oh fuck the kraken's yeah coming. yeah it could be the same thing but with one big ass head coming up for air right and it's just like <gasps> and then it looks over and sees you and you're like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shit, shit. <laughs> yeah that'd be pretty cool like yeah, a, i like, like that like it's always the kraken like wrapping the boat right right why not the hydra why not the hydra that no, just, that's a like, really good point fucking like looks that. you in the face and yeah. then like 10 more heads emerge and, out of the and water and i like the idea that you could do a fake out where it's like you're out at sea you see something that looks like a tentacle you're like oh shit it's a kraken and then no 12 heads come out you're like oh fuck it's a primordial hydra it's a fucking hydra yeah. yeah and fighting from a boat is like a totally different story Experience, every yeah. time yeah. yeah absolutely i like boat fights um golden sun does a really great one where you get you get mobbed by like mo- cr- creatures that come over the deck mm-hmm. and like the height the, the the kraken comes out and you got to fight that and it's like got half its face up on the oh, on the deck of the boat and you gotta like stab it <laughs> yeah Tentacles final fantasy does stuff down. like that too exactly yeah. those yeah. are great those are fun um yeah that's that's pretty much where i'm at with the hydra <laughs> i think i would either um i think it would make it more like a random encounter than a uh than like a set one in okay. my in my campaign yeah i like yeah. the one like floating floating along the river that was scary <laughs> and as it fuck. makes sense too like hydras are creatures that are found in the wild so like you would randomly encounter one in the wild and that's a cool plot hook 
like one villager saw a hydra floating down this river and it wound up at the lake and now no one can fish. Yeah. Because they all died. Indeed. <laughs> and with that being said, I think we can get ready for a long rest. Let's do it. And before we go, I just want to encourage everyone to go check out our D&D 5e live play SuperQuest Saga. We play it here. It's on YouTube. It's its own podcast. You can just look it up. SuperQuest Saga. SuperQuest is one word. And it's us here at the Dungeon Cast playing D&D in space in the future. It's a mixture of sci-fi and fantasy, and it's a lot of fun. I'm a warlock. Yeah, he's a warlock. We're getting to... In uh, the future. Yes, we're getting <laughs> to a cool place in Carter's... I took some liberties with his backstory, because mm-hmm. everybody kind of already told their backstory except for me. So we're, we're finally going to get the full backstory in like the next couple episodes we're going to record. I'm excited. Or have recorded. I'm not it's sure. True. I have to look at what the placement is, because they only show up mm-hmm. when uh, a there's point. a certain way the episode ends but it's true yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun um come see jake and freeland play with us they're a a, a furbolg a druid a druid and a half or paladin. paladin really yes. really buff characters indeed uh we got a merch store if you're we watching on, store. yeah if you're watching on youtube you should be able to like go look see at the shirt right below yeah. yeah if not check out the link in the description It'll there's links take in the you description. to our spring shop yeah and uh thanks for everybody who's reaching out for ad inquiries and stuff um I haven't gotten to everything quite yet, but we will be getting there soon. Um, so hang tight. If you're messaging us on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, just hang tight. We'll get to you eventually. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else. We don't have any contests or anything coming up. No, not currently. Soon. Maybe after Christmas. We'll Maybe after Krima. Um, and uh, I guess with that being said, we can uh, call it a game. Let's call it a game. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm uh, Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian and I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from hardy homunculi to handy hawks. And today we're talking about the thing Will told me about already. <laughs> you <forgot>. Hydras. <laughs> Hydras. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.